Something in us needs to know that at the end of the longest night, there will be light. Via the Huffington Post. Hey JD Tribe and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck, a 52-card deck where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self-care and living your truth, which is now available for last-minute holiday shopping at thejournaldeck.com. Be sure to order by December 18th for U.S. deliveries by Christmas. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today is a solo podcast episode. I'm actually going to start this podcast today, guys, with a song that I bet you've heard before, and it goes like this, on the first day of Christmas, I don't even need to finish, right? You know this tune. You've heard it a million times. Well, today, I was inspired to break down the history of Christmas and the holiday season because, number one, it is my absolute favorite time of the year, which I'll explain why. And number two, a lot of folks have expressed to me, either recently or in the past, that they struggle or are struggling with the holidays and also with the way of the world right now. It doesn't feel super jolly. So I want to talk about honoring the light, exploring the dark, and being the light, especially in darkness, while also investigating the history behind this holiday season, which I find fascinating, and I think that you will too. Okay, so up first, I think it's important to explain why I am such a Christmas junkie. For me, it truly isn't about the gifts. For some people, that's like their one of their love languages is gifts. I mean, I think it's grand to get a gift that you totally wanted or to give a gift that lights up somebody's face. But for me, the holidays are really about the spirit. It's the love and the joy and the traditions of this season that bring me the most light and why I love Christmas. But the question is, how do you foster that view of the holidays when it has maybe been tainted by circumstance, say a family member passing during the year or especially during the holidays or a family fight or if all of the commercialism and the spending of the holidays just really bogs you down. Well, I think that's where we have to get in touch again with the true spirit of this time of year. And that brings me to the history. We're going to have a little history lesson here. The history of Yule. So that's Y-U-L-E. And you'll see why I sang the 12 days of Christmas to you in the beginning (laughs) of this episode. So, okay. The more I dive into the woo-woo world, so to speak the more I really see how interconnected modern day practices are to 
really age-old traditions from way back when, two times when people honored the earth and literally had to because they lived of the earth. She was how they lived and how they thrived. But looking back from a modern perspective, I think we have a, a lot to learn from our ancestors and those who have come before us. And I would think that a lot of you would agree. It's even interesting, you know, looking at what's happening right now with Patagonia and everything. I mean, really honoring the earth and um, living by it and the seasons and all of that. So again, Yule, you've heard of this, right? Yuletide carols. I'm singing again. (laughs) But if you're like me, I fully admit that understanding the roots of this word and the tradition behind it is new. So what is it? What is Yule? I did some research and here we go. So Yule is a pre-Christian pagan celebration that begins at the winter solstice, which is on December 21st and lasts for 12 days with the last night being January 31st. Okay, so begins on December 21st, the winter solstice season, lasts for 12 days, last night, January 31st. Some traditions of Yule, which entirely <laughs> relate to our modern, excuse me, our modern day Christmas traditions, um, I'm going to give them to you here in no particular order. These are some of the traditions that I see strong correlations between um, the original meaning and then how we've kind of morphed them into modern day Christmas celebrations with this season of light as we have it now. So here we go. Evergreen. We'll start with evergreen. Obviously, we know that people decorate now with evergreen. You have the Christmas tree, the holly, you know, like the the wreaths, all the boughs, uh, all of that. And you see it everywhere. People just hang this beautiful greenery all over their homes, on their houses. And you got the big, beautiful Christmas tree, you know, in the house. So evergreen, it actually represented the divine, I was reading, because it doesn't die. So there you go. There's the evergreen. And then you have the holly and the mistletoe. And again, I was doing research, as I often have to do for this podcast. And I saw that, you know, we use it nowadays with mistletoe and holly is in the wreaths and in the decor of Christmas. But it was actually an ex- um, about good fortune. And I was reading that it seemed like they may have kept it up for if not the entire year, but definitely at Christmas with um, the decoration of the evergreen. So really that was just for good fortune. So that's the holly and the mistletoe. And then of course, if you didn't guess by now, you have the 12 days of Yule, aka the 12 days of Christmas, which that's why I was singing at the beginning of this podcast. So that's why you got my beautiful singing voice. I always say I do not sing well, but I chant a lot better. (laughs) And what I always tell my meditation students is it's because, you know, Rebecca Campbell, the author Rebecca Campbell of Rise, Sister, Rise, and Light is the the New Black, she says that when you're chanting, you aren't singing, you're being sung. So I think that's why I sound better when I chant than when I sing in English. So side note, but there you go. So the 12 days of Yule, the 12 days of Christmas, 
And then, of course, we have the celebrating of the light, which is what Yule is really all about. And I'm going to talk more about that. And, you know, that it's the darkest day of the year at winter, the winter solstice. But then every day after that, it gets lighter. So this is really about celebrating the light, which is to come. And of course, now we even call it the season of light still, and we use all these Christmas lights, and we go crazy with our with our Christmas lights everywhere. I admit that I also love them, and we put them on our Christmas tree too, right? So there you go, the season of light, all of the Christmas lights, Christmas shows, and um, all of that, you know, the beautiful Christmas light displays. And then finally, this one is uh, the big one, I guess, would be the Yule Log, didn't know anything about this. Uh, my boyfriend, ironically, did. I totally didn't. This was um, the Yule log was brought into the home, and it was set ablaze with a piece from last year's log, and it would burn all night, and then they'd keep it smoldering for twelve days, the twelve days of Yule, until ceremonially it would be put out. Pretty cool, right? I mean. Feel free to use those, guys, as fun facts at your holiday parties. I thought they, you know, were super cool. Like I said, as I continue to dive into this world um, and understanding things better on this um, more spiritual, more connected level, it, it is really blowing my mind. And I know for a lot of you, you guys are in a similar level of me with all of that and so if you're like me that totally just it's like when I had the episode the Halloween episode and you know we talked to Lauren and she you know is a witch and she just blew my mind with all this information about the pagan traditions and how we bring them into modern day practices but yet we completely forget about where they came from so Yeah, feel free to use all of these fun facts and really deepen your understanding behind these modern day uh, holidays and practices that we have and feel more intentional about them. Okay, so those are the traditions that I wanted to uh, start with to tell you guys about. And let's move on a little bit here and kind of um, build on what we've been talking about. So on the winter solstice, which is December 21st, it's the longest night of the year, as I said, and it's really when the dark half relinquishes to the light half. Now, why is that? Because as soon as the sun rises, the next morning, the sun climbs a little higher every day and gets, you know, the sunlight stays a little longer until summer, which is the longest day of light. And instead of, you know, if you think back to a really long time ago, instead of having to feed animals for the winter, pagans, they would feast during Yule with the meat from the animals, and they would celebrate the light that was to come with some of the traditions that I mentioned above with the Yule log and such. 
And nowadays, folks, they're still celebrating the beginning of Yule and the winter solstice season. Uh, You know, the article I was reading was about people who gather and they celebrate Yule and the winter solstice and they're singing up the dawn, as they said in this article from the Huffington Post. And the folks gather to sing and to light bonfires and really celebrate the light that is coming, you know, because just like I said in the beginning, um, something in us needs to know that at the end of the longest night there will be light and I think that's really beautiful and I think it's very true we do we do need to know those things we do need to know that there is light at the end of darkness um, whether that's literally if you live in the you know part of the United States here where we're in the northern hemisphere and it's so dark outside and it feels ugh, heavy. But even on a more deeper level, on an emotional level, if you're going through something that feels really dark, you need to know that there is light. You need to know that you will not always be in darkness. So going back to my question, how can we enjoy the holiday season despite a scary world despite having bad Christmas or holiday memories or all of the endless holiday gimmicks and sales and things? Well, to me, I think that we can do as our ancestors did and we can honor the light even in the darkness. And we can honor the darkness too. Because here's the thing, guys. I know what it's like to feel shitty even downright depressed and dark at Christmas. Because when my partner and I separated in 2015, our relationship was dissolving right at Christmas time. And I can tell you just how unjolly I was. I did all the traditional things with my family, but I also cried a lot. I remember sitting in my Christmas dress And my sister, she came up to me and she just gave me a hug and she cried with me because I randomly started crying out of nowhere because my heart was fucking broke. My heart was broken. This was, you know, my most favorite time of the year. But for him and I that year, we were, we were depressed and, you know, New Year's didn't get any better. I sat at home alone when the ball dropped and I was actually at my parents' house and I literally just bawled. My, you know, heart physically hurt from how alone I felt. But, and here's the the but, I knew deep down that it couldn't stay this way forever. It never can. Because you can't live in sad town. And that winter, I burned through so many layers. I have found that winter is, that's like almost what it's there for. Winter and the celebration of Yule as an extension of it. It is a time of introspection and celebration. So for one, in the Northern Hemisphere, as I said, with winter, we are physically more inside than usual. We're perhaps less active outside and moving our bodies because it's cold. 
So it is a beautiful time to really reflect on where you are going for the following year. You know, think reflection, introspection, and soulful planning for the next year. So if we cannot distract ourselves with the outside space because it's too cold, then we might as well go in. It's an invitation from Mother Nature in winter to explore yourself and all the dark places and the secret wishes that you have and healing that needs to happen too. And just like the sun climbing a little higher every day after the winter solstice, by getting clear on you, it's like you open up a light at the end of the tunnel and you keep getting closer to it as each day gets closer and closer to spring and then to summer. You know that that light is there. It's dark, but you know that that light is there. So we honor the dark for the light that it sheds. We honor the dark for the light that it sheds. And then we celebrate the light that is coming and the light that is always within you. Whether or not you think that sounds corny or not, I know that there is always a light within you. And here's a pro secret. That's why the light can never stay away forever, right? Because you are the light. You are the light. I believe that. So if you are the light, then the light can never really stay away forever because it's in you. It's always in you. And how can we honor and sustain this light within us to get through the dark winter months until the physical light shines brightly again? Well, I would have to say the answer to that, no surprise here, would be self-care. Self-care here, guys. Really taking care of yourself. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so I get it. When it gets shitty and cold and dark out, like it is now, the last thing I want to do is usually move my body and like work my body or even work as an extension of that. I would rather snuggle up on the couch with some coffee, my boyfriend, my dog Luna, and watch movies, you know, like eating Halo Top. But that can't happen every minute of every day. And it also wouldn't really serve me for that long either, right? So I want to, you know, give you some questions here. Perhaps you could ask yourself these questions every day or every week to keep your inner flame lit and your spirits up and bright and just let them get brighter and brighter and brighter as we start to move past these dark months. So here's some questions you can ask yourself daily, weekly, whatever works for you in your journal. How can I honor the light in my body today? How can I honor the light in my mind today? And how can I honor the light in my spirit today? So mind, body, mind, spirit. How can I honor the light? And as I said, I really recommend taking this time in winter, if you're in the northern hemisphere, to really listen to Mother Nature's cue to use the physical darkness outside to go inside 
yourself, to journal, and to use your soul findings to plan out a beautiful year ahead. You can also, you know, craft your own little Yule log to journal by or just to have decorated in your house. I was reading this great little craft, which would be really easy. If you just got like pine or oak and you drilled some holes into it to set candles in, you could burn that on December 21st on the winter solstice. You can maybe burn it every single night for the 12 days as your own little Yule ritual, trying to, again, be more intentional with these with these practices and bringing in some of the original tradition behind our modern day holidays. So all in all, when you find yourself focusing on the dark, if you find yourself focusing on the dark or the bad memories or the headache of the shopping and spending money and everything that goes into the decorating and making food and Christmas parties, all of the things that we can really easily get very overwhelmed with really fast, I invite you to bring yourself back to the spirit of Yule and honoring the light that is surely and always to come and that lives inside of you. That is what I want to give to you as a bit of wisdom today. Amongst all of the holiday busyness, take that. Take that and just come back and re-embody the spirit of this time of the year. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not, you can Still embody this beautiful time of year in winter and going in, finding the light, honoring that darkness too, um, and venturing into yourself and seeing what's there and looking forward for all that's to come and, and, and really planning for it and getting clear on who you are and what you want for the next year, for 2018. I know that it's going to, I know that it's going to be amazing. All right, guys, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to this shorter episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck. And for my U.S. folks, be sure to order by December 18th to guarantee a Christmas delivery if you want to continue with the intentional gift-giving this holiday season. Until next time, I'm Alyssa Cousins signing off for the Journal Deck. And happy holidays, guys. Music by Lee Rosevere.